Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first meeting of the True Crime Squad of 2024. Whoa, that's quite a <laughs> statement. I am calling us to order. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. Indeed. It is New Year's Day. Yes, it is. Are you still acting like you're on vacation? Uh, yeah, we did absolutely nothing today. We're like, okay, tomorrow. We're back at it tomorrow. Okay. I started Hopefully. out strong. I did all the regular digital work I do in the mornings. I did the dishes. I made a list on my whiteboard of things I was going to do today. Like, I haven't even gotten my new kiln out of the box. I was like, wow. These things today, I'm rolling. <laughs> and then I slammed well, no. him into the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I hear that. Yeah. We have been watching the same uh, cooking show. I can't even remember what it's called for like the last five hours. Oh, <laughs> that's all. That's it. We've been watching a British crime show for about that long as well. Okay. And that's yes, all that's I've got. Kind of me tomorrow. But, and you know, honestly, drinking water. <laughs> uh, we, we, we partied pretty hard last night. We're going to tell you all about it, but not in this episode because this uh, episode no. is dealing with some super heavy topics and we want to be very yes. mindful and uh, good about that so we're gonna wait we'll tell you about our new year's eve adventures on wednesday night case updates because uh, yes. we had a blast but we did this is not quite the time and place for that to, uh, to be respectful Agreed. so yeah uh, and in case uh any of you are wondering yes i am wearing glasses <laughs> i know i was like are you gonna say it am i gonna say it <laughs> They're just readers, but I have really been struggling. And especially if I have been doing a lot of reading and researching on my phone and then my eyes end up so tired and everything is blurry. And anyway, Mm -hmm. a while back, one of our cousins was by and she was wearing readers and I tried them on and went, oh my God. (laughs) Because I've been struggling to do things like the little tiny jewelry stuff and metal stamping and some of the, the... the art stuff I do, I can't see to do it. So I'm wearing well, readers. Well, you know, mm-hmm. apparently my eyes are 46 years old. Uh, apparently mine have been 46 for a long time. Well, they're 48 now. So especially. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, it is what it is. I don't mind. Like I it like is. seeing better and not having strained eyes. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's probably fine. So yeah. I'm sure you'll see me in them sometimes and not other times, depending on what I've been doing with my life. But here we are today. Right. So, well, let's get into it because we have some really important cases today. Uh, some 
uh, stuff that's going to blow your mind. So, Christy, I'm going to kick it over to you for our very first uh, segment. Yes. As you know, probably, if you're paying attention, uh, the rest of, hopefully the rest of, or most of the names on the Jeffrey Epstein list are to be released this week. Basically, starting on the 1st of January, they can be released. It, it, the documents have not been released yet as of 7.47 p.m. Mountain on January 1st, 2024. We'll just say it because somebody's going to come back and say, Somebody already released, you know, a week later or whatever. But anyway, well, they're not. Given our yet. luck, they'll actually be released at about 748. Yes, you know. while we are recording because that <laughs> always fucking happens. But anyway, <laughs> so we're going to be talking a lot about that list and who's on it. But let's talk about what it actually is, because it's not really a list. What it is, is a transcript of a trial, but it is a list of um, Epstein's associates. And this okay. is due to be unsealed as of today. And we expect that it will be released sometime this week. Mm -hmm. So this all came out of a lawsuit filed by uh, Virginia Gaffray, who is one of Epstein and uh, Maxwell's victims. Okay. And Gaffray wanted the world to know these names sure. and uh, we all want to know these names. And, and let's be clear. These people are not charged with any crimes and they're not going to be charged with any crimes, right. but these are people that we know had regular association with Epstein and Maxwell mm -hmm. during the time in which their child sex trafficking was happening. Mm -hmm. These are powerful people. That's why their names have been protected. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to know who the hell they are, because as citizens, we have the right to know this stuff. We need to know who in our communities, who in our government, who in our, uh, you know, like banking, who, you know, whoever mm -hmm. well-known um, high profile people were heavily involved. Yeah. Now, we know that one of the people on that list is Bill Clinton. His name is listed as being associated with Epstein about 50 times, Yeah, which makes me want to vomit. But mm -hmm. also, surprised? No. No. Genuinely not. Of course, the you know, Clintons have come out and made a statement, blah, blah, blah. They weren't involved in any uh, nefarious anything. And that uh, Bill Clinton says he never went to the island, all that stuff. But... That's one of the big names that is known is going to be on the list because he's mm -hmm. kind of trying to get out ahead of it, you know, and saying, hey, I'm going to be on right. the list. Mm -hmm. So this is hundreds of pages of um, like deposition transcripts, like tons of stuff to do with this lawsuit. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take some time to go through it. Mm -hmm. Eventually, there will be a list. Somebody's going to compile a oh, list. Yeah. I'm sure that... You know, some big reporters are just chomping oh, a shit to go through this. We're probably going to let them help us with that because mm -hmm. we don't have the kind of uh, resources they do. Right. But we will go through and talk about what we find out, who these people are, who they are now, where mm -hmm. are they in power, what was their affiliation, because we have the right to know. Absolutely. Well, and for and safety reasons, we're going to know. Definitely. 
I, I'm so glad. I mean, this we've been waiting for this for years. The, the world has yeah. been waiting for this for years. Mm -hmm. And the judge said, you know, it's time. It's yeah. time that the, the, these names were released. Yeah. People have a right to know because we're talking people with a lot of power. Right. We're talking ex-presidents. We're talking yeah. right. royalty. Nice. There's people all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already know Prince Andrew. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we already know Bill Clinton. You know, there we already know Donald Trump. I mean, there are definite names on there we know, but there are probably going to be some that will be a surprise as well. Right. Is this all the names? Will we ever know? I have no idea, to be perfectly honest. There's been so much bullshit around this situation that it's hard to know if we'll ever know the truth, really. Well, but, and just because someone's on the list doesn't mean automatically mean they're a pedophile either. No, it doesn't. Well, we don't know, but it right. still should be released. But it still, it should be because Epstein was convicted back in the early 2000s. Right. Did some prison time, was released, went back to his old ways. Who was affiliated back then when it was known what he was up to and had been, you know, convicted of? Right. Who continued to run with him after he was a convicted predator? Right. Right. We, we do need to know these things because, you know, sure. we can vote with our votes. We can vote with our dollars. Mm -hmm. We can be aware of these people and the power that they hold within our communities. So we're going to be sharing more about that as it comes out. But you've probably mm -hmm. been wondering. I've been watching all day, yeah. as have many other people. And mm -hmm. uh, it hasn't come out yet. But even when it does, it's going to take some serious research time to really get a clear list of who is on this list. They think it's about 250 names. So I am guessing that interested. interesting. The New York Times, uh, Washington Post, uh, mm -hmm. LA Times. I'm guessing that a lot of large news organizations like that will amass a team of people to comb through these to get I'm the sure list out will. as quickly as they can. Because it's it's going to take some serious manpower, mm -hmm. of which we do not have. And so we are always appreciative of these large news outlets who release this information. And then yeah. we can then uh, do some deep dives into some of these folks. So watch for that coming in the next few weeks. We're going to be talking about it a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think we should all expect to see some people on those lists that we hate, some people on those lists that we like, and a lot of people on those lists that we've never heard of. Mm -hmm, for sure. And, and you know, we got to be clear, no one's being charged with a crime here, mm -hmm. but knowledge is power. Yeah. And, and, and we have the right to use that in every way that we can as citizens. So mm -hmm. that's certainly what we're going to do. Yes. With that, Katie, I'm going to kick the mic back to you for our main case. Okay. Well, guys, I hate to start the year with, uh, dead children, but that's where we are. And this story deserves to be told. Great to be told. So I want to tell you about Kimberly Sinclair. Yikes. This is Kimberly. Kimberly is from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And I'm going to start a ways on back. Kimberly was married for a time. And then she got separated from her husband. And there has been an unbelievable amount of nonsense that has passed between them as far as custody is concerned. And so they actually separated, like, clear back in 2018. 
And since then, there's they've been back to court a million times. So I'm going to start with May 22nd, 2019. The court considered a request from Singler to restrict the amount of time her ex-husband could spend with the children. There were delays. Uh, they delayed uh, with the time for a trial hearing. By August 28, 2019, Singler stopped responding to the court's attempts to contact her. She kept filing things and then just not showing up at court. Uh, oh, in the weird. meantime, giving her soon-to-be ex-husband a lot of trouble uh, about uh, allowing him to see the kids at all. And they had three little children, two little girls and a little boy. In 2020, a different judge took uh, this case and they finally did actually work out a separation agreement and a co-parenting plan. But then on January 5th, 2021, she filed a motion to move the children to Florida with her and assume immediate sole and temporary parental custody. And her ex-husband said, uh, no. Uh, his name is Kevin, by the way. He said, uh, yeah, that's not happening. So he and his attorney fought that throughout 2021. On October 20th, 2022, Kevin filed an emergency motion to prevent abduction and to terminate the stipulated order uh, to prevent the children from moving to Florida. A week later, the court scheduled an abduction prevention hearing, but guess who didn't show up mm -hmm. yet again? Kimberly Thanks. just kept throwing more wrenches. I've seen this happen with uh, various client families over the years. And the way people can gum up the courts and just keep delaying things is wild. It is. The court uh, tried to get her by phone and get mail to her home address. She just wasn't responding to anything. So on May 13th, 2023, the ex-husband asked the court to modify the parenting time. And so a month after that, the court appointed, appointed a child and family investigator. On August 7th, 2023, there was a court order for Singler to appear in response to her emergency motion to restrict her ex-husband's parenting time. She failed to appear again. What uh, the hell? The court did not move forward with her request. And then on August 22nd, she again filed to restrict Kevin's parenting time and again had a delay in arriving to court. So after the court heard some testimony, they ruled on September 9th that they did not find that time with the children would endanger or time with Kevin would endanger the children's physical health or impair their emotional development. And they denied her motion to restrict his parenting time. So was he seeing the kids throughout this time when all of this bullshit is going on? It sounds like he was to some degree, but not nearly as much as he was supposed to. He was just okay. being incredibly difficult on every front. Mm -hmm. uh, then on September 29th, 2023, uh, she had a motion to another motion she filed. And the court finally granted this one to restrict his time with the kids until an investigation into two claims against him could be completed. She said that he was accused of felony menacing and false reporting after allegedly pulling a knife. It was all allegedly. So both parents yeah. were ordered to submit to a polygraph test. And he was like, hell yeah, let's do that. 
guess who did not want to take a polygraph test? Of course. Mm-hmm. So on November 7th, she filed a request to be excluded from polygraph testing. Like, what? Now, they did deny that request, but seriously? The thing is with with uh, custody stuff, if one parent has to submit to something, so does the other. Right. Whether drug testing, psychological evaluation, mm-hmm. polygraph, whatever it is, if one of them gets mm-hmm. it, they both get it. Yeah, what's good for the goose, yep. Yeah. So 10 days after that, on November 17th, after hearing some testimony on the matter, the court said, no, we are not going to limit Kevin and his, he will not endanger the children's physical health or impair their emotional development. So they terminated that restriction. Mm -hmm. Then the point ordered uh, Kimberly and Kevin to communicate through each other only through the parenting app, app close. Well, she was ordered to give the kids to him for two weeks. He was supposed to have them from December 16th to December 31st. So all the way through the holiday uh, Mm -hmm. to make up for time he'd been missing while she was making all these accusations against him. Right. Now, did he get shitty with her here and there? Oh, I'll bet he did. Because Mm -hmm. this sounds like a lot of bullshit that she has been putting him through. A lot. Right. This is obviously a lot of animosity between these people. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's perfect at all, but uh, this stuff is crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. So she was supposed to meet him with the kids at the Colorado Springs Police Department at 9 a.m. on December 16th for a handoff. And she did not. So on December 17th, the next day, he filed for an emergency motion for police to enforce the custody agreement. Of course he did, right? Mm -hmm. He's had enough. Right. On December 23rd, the police said that there had actually been a burglary reported on December 19th. So remember that she was supposed to turn the kids over on the December 16th. Right. She didn't. On December 17th, he filed for the police to enforce this order. Uh, that hadn't happened yet. On December 19th, uh, there was a burglary reported at her house around 1230 a.m. When the police got to the house, they discovered the 11-year-old daughter uh, alive but injured, lying next to the 9-year-old daughter and the 7-year-old son, who were both deceased. My God. Uh, Kimberly was also had minor injuries. So the 11-year-old and Kimberly Singler were sent to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she was interviewed there by police. And was released. She wasn't hurt enough to stay in the hospital and the police, uh, you know, she told them it was a burglary and they didn't really have any reason to not believe that. So they let her go. But a burglary where her children were murdered? Apparently. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's it's not impressive. (laughs) No. So then the police finally, and the 11 year old, uh, did live by the way she's she's gonna be okay she's being taken care of but uh she's been through a hell of an ordeal finally on december 26th police said you know we think that uh the 
burglary was unfounded and they issued an war a warrant for her. But guess what? She was gone. In the wind. In the wind. So the charges are four counts of first degree murder, uh, two counts for murder and attempted murder with an intent after deliberation, and two for murder and attempted murder of a child under the age of 12 in a position of trust, two counts of attempted mm -hmm. first degree murder, two counts of child abuse, and another count of child abuse, and one count of first degree assault. So oh as of the 26th, that is what had happened. Well, yesterday, it was reported that Kimberly was finally found and arrested. And you will not believe where. She was in London. My God. Mm -hmm. Gee, that's definitely what a what an innocent mother of a two murdered children and an injured child would do is leave the country. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Yep. Oh, my God. So she's been arrested. Uh, she was in court this morning and they are enforcing a $10 million bond via Colorado uh, while they work on extradition. But as you know, if somebody makes it out of the country, extradition is a very lengthy process. Oh, it takes Looking a at our friend Nicholas Aliverdian, not friend of the show, Nicholas Aliverdian, it's mm -hmm. taken two years and he's still not back. Yeah. This could take a hot minute. It depends on partly on whether she fights extradition or not. But judging mm -hmm. by how much this lady likes to go to court, I'm going to guess she will fight extradition and try and buy herself as much time as possible. Probably. So it could take as little as a few months and as much as years. So it's it just there's a lot that goes into extradition. So we don't really know. Jeez. So you might wonder, as I did. Why did she go to England? Yeah. Does she have family there? No. Right. She has family in several states here in the U.S. Uh, she didn't go there. Well, this story takes a very weird turn. Mm. I'm going to show you her wanted poster here real quick. Uh, Kimberly, back in 2022, disappeared for a time with the kids. And the kids were supposed to be going on vacation with dad. And they were missing. Mm. And this was found on Twitter. This was Kevin Wentz uh, commenting to Henry Cavill. Can you please tell me if you have seen Kimberly Singler? She's missing and she apparently has been in contact with you. And then again. Uh, like the was, actor, Henry Cavill? Like. That's who we're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, this is where this story gets weird as hell. She'd been talking to this person. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, eventually, not I, the actor, fully, Henry Cavill, though. Well, 
no, it's not. It's a, some kind of a spoof account. Uh, yeah. But she was fully convinced, according to some of, of their family, she was fully convinced she was talking to him. And what? that uh, maybe there was something, a little something going on here. Whoa. Now, in 2022, when she took off with the kids and they found her, she was actually in Arizona. Uh, but it still was very concerning and upsetting, you know, to to the family, obviously. And mm -hmm. that's when it kind of became clear that maybe Kimberly wasn't quite okay. Because uh, yeah. she really seemed to think that she was in some sort of an online relationship with Superman, with, with Henry Cavill. What the hell? So, guess where Henry Cavill lives? London. Kensington. Yeah. And guess where Miss Kimberly was found? Kensington. Kensington. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Kimberly has been catfished online. What was this person's involvement, if any, in her killing her kids? We don't know. We know this is certainly not the person henry cavill obviously mm -hmm. uh but she thought she was talking to him and in a relationship with him so it leads a lot of questions did she did this person put her up to this did they help her get her out of the country did they help her with airfare Maybe not. I mean, it looks like an airline ticket between here or between Colorado. Like Denver has a huge international airport and it looks like right. uh, airfare from Denver to London was only about somewhere between five and seven hundred dollars. And so oh, wow, that, that's surprisingly cheap. Right. It's probably not as uh, hard pressed to think she could afford that. Maybe she probably could. But at any rate, uh that's just a really weird twist to this story. So we don't know very much yet. We don't even know the cause of death on the kids. And we're not going to know what I was wondering. for a hot minute. No, we don't. Right. We won't know anything for a while uh, because of the way this case is now going to play out in the UK courts. We don't right. have a mugshot because they don't release those. Right. One thing that could delay that sometimes delays extradition back to the U.S. is countries who uh, do not believe in the death penalty. Right. However, Colorado abolished the death penalty back in 2020. So mm. that won't be a boundary to getting her home, hopefully. But this mm -hmm. still could be a very... Because the U.K. Path. does not use the death penalty mm -hmm. and has rather famously refused to extradite two death penalty states. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yep. So that could be a challenge. Uh, in some cases, in this case, it will not be. But at any rate, it is it is wild what has gone on here. That is insane. It's profoundly sad that My God. Kevin was finally going to get his kids, have them for the whole holiday, have two good weeks with them. And rather than let him have his own freaking children, she killed them. And the thought of what the 11-year-old went through and the trauma that she has has been inflicted on her. Like, I just right. have no words for all of it. Just none. It's unreal. And what she may be able to communicate or may not be able to communicate. We, mm -hmm. 
she's yeah. young. God, that's horrific. Well, she is, and we don't know what she saw. We don't know what state these kids were in, if they were in different bedrooms, and then she moved them all together. We don't know if she knew that the 11-year-old was still alive or she didn't. We don't know if these kids were drugged or they weren't. We don't know anything, you know? Right. And so who knows why it took so long to issue an arrest warrant for Kimberly? Uh, but she... Obviously had been on the lamb. It sounded like she hadn't been seen since maybe the 23rd. So she'd been out of the country for a hot minute before they issued that warrant. And she was already gone, I think, when they issued the warrant. And has had this whole week in Europe. My God. I'm guessing literally trying to get to Henry Cavill's house. I would imagine so. That's terrifying because... Mm -hmm. Uh, what if she did? I mean, he could also be in, at risk from her. Right. Things are not right with her at all. Mm -hmm. So will they identify that account? Uh, who actually owns it? And does this person have any connection to what she did? Right. We don't know. Time will tell. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. But uh, I'm going to keep a really close eye on this one because I oh think gosh. the whole uh, cyber... Uh, catfishing scheme here the way it dovetails into this case is really wild it is and it's very scary how convinced people can become sometimes that they are in fact we've seen this before in a relationship with a celebrity that's an all online situation where i mean guys yeah. people can say they are whoever they want on the online right. that's just the reality you cannot trust a person's identity based only on, on online interaction you just cannot Absolutely. Yep. Wow. So there you have it. That is the case. Uh, again, that's what we do know. There's a lot we don't know in this case. We'll continue to uh, mature here over time. But for now, we're mostly just concerned with seeing her transported back to Colorado to stand charges. But again, take a deep breath because that's going to take a minute at least that 11 year old child is safe from her. I mean, I, I it's yeah. the only silver lining I can even see. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So and has so, a dad who clearly wants her. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, so much love to all of their friends and family that have been hurt by this situation. Uh, very, very sad for kids that'll be going back to school here uh, this week to two less classmates and two less friends. God, that's awful. Very, very sad. Yep. And Christy, with that, uh, unbelievably, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for another really scary cyber case. Yeah. So I'm calling this a missing person spotlight. However, the good news is that this person is actually no longer missing and has been found alive. This is Kia Zhang. I'm probably saying the name wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, but Kia is a Chinese um, foreign exchange student from Utah who went missing out of Brigham City last Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very scary. Uh, reported as kidnapped on December 28th. And the way that he was reported kidnapped... Um, and this was actually Riverdale, but it's by Brigham City. Anyway, Utah has a lot of little towns mm -hmm. like Idaho. So what happened is on December 28th, he is, or Kai, 
I'm saying Kia, it's Kai. Kai's parents in China received a ransom demand for his safe return. And his parents contacted uh, the school in his host city of Riverdale. Mm -hmm. And um, they reached out to his host family who didn't even know he was missing. Mm -hmm. Because they had not noticed, you know, he hadn't been gone very long. Mm -hmm. So he was missing um, until yesterday. No. Today's the first. Yeah, yesterday. Gosh. I'm still confused about what day it is. You know, that week between Christmas and New Year's really messes with time. So his parents received this ransom demand. So they all think that he is, uh, you know, missing and kidnapped. And the police and his host family, they start looking for him because they think he's been taken forcefully uh, from the, his host family's house. Um, the FBI got involved, the US and Chinese embassies got involved. Um, Kai's family actually paid an $80,000 ransom mm -hmm. to uh, bank accounts in China after they received these threats to have him released. Yeah. They had also received a photo of him that made it appear as though he was being held captive and was in danger. Mm -hmm. So it turns out that this is a cyber kidnapping. This is the first time I've heard of this, that this is terrifying and it's something we all need to know about. Yeah. So this is happening in people, these kidnappers, because they are never in physical proximity to the child or to the family. This all happens online. And uh, it's happening with foreign exchange students. Apparently, Chinese uh, exchange students, particularly because often their families are wealthy. Mm -hmm. So what happens is the kidnappers threaten the family back in China and the student. And they tell the student that their family is in danger and they tell the family the student is in danger. And so basically they demand a ransom for the from the family while they tell the student that they've got to go isolate themselves like they're missing and that they're monitoring them via cell phone um, and they're using like FaceTime or Skype to make sure that they're doing it. And, and so the, the, the kid, they think that they are hiding out um, because their family's in danger and they have to do whatever these people are saying to protect them. Then they send the picture that shows that they're being held captive and that they send that to the parents. And then, so then the parents pay the ransom. And, you know, of course, Victims, these kids are complying because they're scared to death. Sure. Um, families are complying because they're scared to death. Um, and they're using, you know, fear tactics, photos, and voice recordings of the victim because the victim is willingly providing them, thinking they're yeah. protecting their family. And it just leads the family to believe that, yes, they are, in fact, being kidnapped and it's, and they're unsafe. And when, in fact, neither, it's crazy. And it's likely that the kidnappers aren't even in the same country as either the kid probably not or the family there. No one is actually physically in danger, but it is a trick mm -hmm. that gets people thinking that they're in danger. And that left so, this poor boy camping out in the woods in Utah yeah. in the winter. Yeah. So in a tent. Yeah. So, um, they find Zhang. 
he was located. Uh, there were they were using drones um, to search for him um, and searching for his campsite because it, they finally figured out what was going on and believed that he was camping somewhere, which he was camping in a tent, uh -huh. in City Canyon, uh, at the end of December, which is incredibly dangerous because he could have easily frozen to death. Well, and he couldn't have had the right equipment to be out there. He didn't have the right equipment to be he out didn't. there. So they did find him, um, and he did not have hypothermia. He was very, very cold, but he was okay. He just wanted to tell his family he was safe, and he asked for a warm cheeseburger. This poor oh. kid. My God. This poor boy. My it's God. so sad. So thank God this kid is okay. Mm -hmm. Family's out $80,000, but probably yeah. they don't care because their son's okay, and they know that. But police really want the word out on this mm -hmm. that foreign exchange students um, are being targeted and that it is okay for a foreign exchange student to report what is happening to them, to their host family, to police, that the police will help them, that authorities are aware of this cyber kidnapping problem, that they don't have to comply, that nobody's really in danger. You know, this reminds me of a few years ago, my mother-in-law called us and said, is Mike okay about our son? We're like, yeah, he's at work. And she's like, okay, because I got this really weird phone call that it, it was someone saying they were him and that he was in jail mm -hmm. and that he needed bail money right away. And I was really worried. And, and this is a, another kind of cyber scam that has happened. And she's actually had several more phone calls like that since. Where and she will still call around and be like, Mike's not in jail, right? Nope, Mike's never been in jail. Mike's fine. It's all good. Still no. Um, but it's very scary because some grandparents would just pay the pay the bail and not tell anybody. Right. Thinking that their kid is in, you know, they're like, I'm in trouble. My parents are going to be so mad. Please just pay the bail. And it's just a big scam. Well, this mm -hmm. is taking this to a whole other level, mm -hmm. risking Terrifying. the safety of these children. Um, you know, and costing families tons of money. And it yeah. is so scary. This kind yeah. of scamming is terrifying. It's unreal. So, you know, yeah. authorities want everybody to know, hey, if this comes up, do not just disappear into the wilderness. Yeah. But tell your host family, tell the police, tell everybody, mm -hmm. tell, call your family, tell them you're okay. Yeah. And that this is a cyber they're calling it cyber kidnapping. Yep. But basically they're talking these kids into kidnapping themselves. Yeah. Talking them into staging photographs looking like they are detained. Yeah. To send to them so they can send to their families. I mean, and they do it because they think they're at risk. They think they their think families, families are. are yeah. God, it's so scary. It is so cruel to prey on these teenage. Oh man. Well, to be in another country and be that far away from your family and have something like this happen, it would it would mm -hmm. be terrifying. Somebody would feel really desperate, mm -hmm. you know, and then your family is getting a similar story only, yeah. you know, that the, the, the kid is the one in danger. It's very, very scary. Mm -hmm. So I'm very glad that Kai is back home with his uh, host family and is okay and safe mm -hmm. and survived some nights out in Brigham City Canyon because... Uh, it's been down in the, the teens and single digits at night. I mean, he's lucky to be alive. Very lucky. Yeah. Uh, so for that, we're grateful. Mm -hmm. But oh my gosh, please be aware of this. Please 
if you know anybody who is a foreign exchange host family or if your kids are going to school with a foreign exchange student, please make sure they all know about this scam. Make sure Definitely. that they know that this is happening because the first call they need to make is to the police yep. and to their families to let them know that they are safe yep. and that this isn't real. Mm -hmm. uh, terrifying stuff. Yep. What is this world? I, don't, I just don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know in so many fact factions. I don't even, I, I can't even start. Right? No. All righty. Cool. Well, there you have it. That is Monday. This is our first show of 2024. We'll be back Tuesday with a new episode. We'll be back Wednesday with a new episode. And we'll be back Wednesday night with Wednesday night case updates. So yes, stay do. tuned with us. Uh, like, share, follow, comment. You know the drill. And thanks so much for being here, you guys. Take care. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Happy New Year. Thank you.